What's going on, everybody? Caden here, KGC here with the Spokane Man podcast. And and today I am joined by um, just an overall great guy. He called me on my graduation day, and, and I just want to say thank you for what he does for not only country music, but what he just does for for just the world in general. My buddy from Fox 4 Facebook is what we all know you by my buddy, Mr. Barry Miller. Barry, how are you doing, sir? Good. Fox 4 Facebook. Wow, that's a flashback. Last time I was with Fox 4, it's, it's been a while. Now I'm a now I'm a full-time history teacher, but it was fun when I was with Fox 4 in the TV business, for sure. So, How'd you get into that? Um, well, I, you know, I had every intention of going into TV to be a... Uh, broadcast newsman in front of the camera I did that for a short time um, and then I got behind the scenes as a producer as an assignment manager which was cool because I got to interview like we're going to talk about like the Oaks but as years progressed I found out that being in the TV business unless you're like a main anchor a main weather person if you're not one of them it doesn't pay the bills so <laughs> I um, got out of that and got into teaching and that's where I'm at currently. But yeah, TV was fun because I got to, I got to interview a lot of people. And then off that, I piggybacked and started doing my, my own interviews for my own stuff. And yeah, it's a good experience. So what was the turning point in your, in your TV career when you finally said, when you looked at that sheet of paper or whatever they gave you that said, oh, I'm interviewing so-and-so. And you're like, oh, man, I get to talk to this person. Well, you know, they never really gave me a sheet of saying you're interviewing this person, you're interviewing that person. Celebrity wise, the celebrity interviews I would set up because especially if they were country, they'd be some of my favorite artists. And I would um, I would set them up on behalf of the station. I go to my boss and be like, hey, so and so is coming to town can I get an interview? He's like, yeah, go for it. I don't know if we'll use it, but it'd be just good to have for you. So I'm like, okay. So, and that's, and that's how that got started. And <clears throat> trying to think, um, who did I? I think I interviewed and I don't have all these interviews, but I'm just thinking I interviewed Doug Stone. Um, somewhere I've got an interview with BJ, the late great BJ Thomas, um, <clears throat> Bill Gaither, um, Ricky Skaggs, um, and then, you know, of course, the Oaks, and which is what we're going to talk about. So, you know, you, this is a great story that I, and I, we were talking on the phone about what we're going to discuss. And, right. and Barry, he, he's such a great guy, you know, and Barry, I'm, I'm seriously so lucky to call you a friend and call you a brother. But uh, I'm also kind of jealous, man. He uh, was on a country music cruise. Uh, with the Oak Ridge boys and um, he was on the country music cruise and and um, he got to sing little things with the Oak Ridge boys tell us how that came to be about well this was I think it was 2013 maybe it was 14 but it, it was around 13 or 14 this was actually not the country music cruise for two years before the country music cruise the Oaks did their own cruise for the fans. They mentioned it on their message board or whatnot. They put it on their Facebook, like, if you want to be part of the Oaks cruise. And I thought that would be a really 
cool dream come true for a fan. So I'm like, sign me up. So I did, I went on the first official Oak Ridge boys cruise. I didn't go on the second one. Um, so prior to that, um, and they knew me, I, I, I'd known them by that time. I I'd known them for quite a while and they'd always know me when I come to the concerts or whatever. And I'm thinking in my mind when I'm going on the cruise, I'm like, you know, this would be a good time if they're doing, if they're having fans request songs, why not just throw out little things? And prior to the cruise, I was emailing Joe and I saw him backstage at a concert here in Florida a few months before the cruise. I'm like, hey, that cruise coming up, are we going to have little things? Are we going to make an appearance? And he's like, oh man, you're really killing me with it. So um, fast forward to the cruise. February of 2013, um, I meet Joe and the boys on the boat. Hey, how are you? Good to see you. Yeah, hey, Joe, we're going to do little things. And he smiles or whatever. And um, the first concert of the cruise, there was a couple concerts. The first concert of the cruise was just kind of like talk, you know, hey, we're glad you're here. They joked around a little bit, talked. And they're like, all right, you guys want to hear some music. What do y'all want to hear? And Joe looks around. He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here's Barry. Barry, come up, come up on stage. And I'm like, what the hell? In my mind, I'm like, oh God, what's going on? And he's like, just so you know, this is Barry. He's one of our diehard fans or something. He's like, Barry has been on my can prior to this cruise for months asking um, if we would do little things. And he said, I said this, I don't remember saying it, but he's like, Barry said, if you don't think uh, you guys could do it, I could do it. Well, how about it? And he gives me the mic. And I just stand there. I'm like, wait a minute. Joe just gave me the mic and I'm getting ready to hopefully not screw this great song up. And I'm singing with the Oak Ridge Boys. So I'm just frozen for like a half second. And he looks over at Ronnie Fairchild and he's like, Ronnie, remember little things? And Ronnie gives a thumbs up and I look around. I'm like, guys, you want to help me here? And I hear Chris Golden kick it off. And the rest is history. And I'm in, there's a video on this of YouTube and my hand, I'm gripping that mic tight because I'm shaking. Cause I'm like, I'm here singing with the biggest country group of all time. In my mind, I'm like, Barry, don't screw this up. And, uh, you know, I start the song and then I'm praying that the guys will come in. I'm like, I don't want to be doing this solo. I'm like, come on, guys. Um, in my head, I'm saying this. And of course, they came in and we got through the song and the people went nuts because I, I think they knew that um, I could do it. But when I was hitting all the lines and little things like the woes and the high, the high ranges and stuff, they were just like screaming. And then um, I had, it's funny, I had to direct Richard on his part because he didn't know where his little bass licks when he'd forgotten so I was just kind of pushing him along you'll see in that but yeah so that's the story of Barry and little things <laughs> and I will say not to toot my own horn they had not done that song since actually it was a since it was a single so since the 80s they had not done that song after we did it that night a few months later they worked it up and for three years after that they had it in the shows and so, they've they've rested the song now because it's 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 a hard song to do. You got to push it. You got to push the air out there a little bit. 
So when you were doing it, where did you ever think to yourself, man, I don't know who is gonna who's gonna say, hey, look at this man, you know, just a regular American citizen just singing with the Oak Ridge Wolf. Did you ever have in your head like, oh God, what is gonna come after this? Like, what are people gonna say? Well, no, because in the if that like I said, I'm on stage and I'm scared to death. I'm just like gripping the microphone, just praying to God it doesn't fall out of my hand or I don't do anything stupid. Um, and people were, I'm, I'm looking around and I'm kind of in a daze look just singing it and people are, you know, getting into it and singing because they, they knew little things. Um, of course, like I said, the Oaks hadn't done it in years, but, um, and after the song ends or whatever, everybody claps and stands up and Joe just kind of looks at me and Dwayne just kind of looks at me. Dwayne comes up, gives me a big hug. Richard high fives me, golden high fives me. Joe puts his arm around me. And um, then I got to say something. Um, and I think they were scared because I, I started talking after we finished singing and uh, I got to say a little something about them to all the fans, like a big thank you. I, I think I said, um, these guys do more for their fans than anyone in country music. And I said, can we please give them a big round of applause? And yeah, so. You know, and, and, and that's something I love about you, man, is that, you know, the fact that you are, the fact that you don't toot your own horn about that as, as often as one might should, you know, that that's amazing. No, it was, like I said, it was a great experience. Um, and the reason I don't toot my own horn, because I'm just like, I, I'm still like, I, I, I just can't believe I actually got to sing with my idols that I grew up with. I mean, who gets to do that? And I'm just, I'm still like, when I watch the video, I'm still like, <laughs> well, that's a lot like with me having William Lee Golden on this podcast, you know? right? Because William Lee, he's such an idol of mine and William Lee is such a great guy, you know, and, and you got to have him on your show. Talk to us about how, how you got William. I did. Um, you know, I've, you know, for a while, I, I've always said that I wish every member of the group um, would write a book. Um, of course, Joe has written several books on the Oaks. He wrote a picture book. He wrote, um, he's just written several books, even children's books. And he's also written some good books on the Oaks. Then Richard came out with From Elvis to Elvira. And after that, I'm like, I wonder if Golden will ever come out because there's a lot of things um, with Golden stories, and I don't want to give the book away, but there were stories that I often wondered about, of course, one being um, about the separation that happened in the 80s. I never knew the whole story on that, and, he, and I, I kept saying in my mind, I wish somebody, Golden, would write a book to talk about the whole what happened when the separation happened. And sure enough, he did. And some, a lot of other great stories um, that I did not know about. And um, I read it and I'm like, you know what? I, I, wanna, I wanna have uh, William Lee on my, um, on my little podcast. And so I reached out to um, Sandy Brokaw, who is their agent, who I've talked to a lot because he's helped me get a lot of the, any interview on the Oak Ridge Boys that I've gotten, that is a big thank you to the Brokaw Company because they've helped me out there. Sandy Brokaw and the great people over there. Um, and I called him about William's book. I'm like, hey, Sandy, um, 
you know, with William's book coming out, I'd really love to have him. So he got back with me and he's like, William would love to have you on the, um, would love to talk to you. So we got that arranged. And if you know anything about William Lee Golden, he likes to talk. And so I would just ask him a question and he would just go on for whatever with took that question, whatever. And we ended up doing, uh, it was a little over an hour on him. So, but it was, uh, it was a good experience. And I've, I've interviewed after William, I've interviewed all the boys now. Have you ever so, interviewed Dwayne? I have not. I have not. And that's, um, that's somebody who um, would be great to get. Um, I've interviewed, and, I, and honestly, I, the only two single guys I've interviewed have been Richard and Golden. Yeah. And Richard is, of course, I think if, if you're a diehard Oaks fan, he's basically does all the interviews, the press interviews for the boys. He does a lot of the TV and radio interviews. So if you, if you have a concert coming to town, you'll hear them usually on like a podcast or a radio station giving the interview about the concert. So what, when did you get moved on to the Oak Ridge boys? What, what made you love them? Well, well, that's interesting. I, I'll be honest. I started listening to them when I was three years old. Um, when I was three years old, I'll never forget it. My grandparents came over to the house with a record for with to with a new record player I got and the record was came out in 1981 and that was a fancy free album and everybody knows that was the album with Elvira on it so as a three-year-old in my diapers I was dancing to Elvira and that started it all can you give us a little Elvira <laughs> um, I you know I would, but I, that's, I, I can't do it because I, I, the only person that can do that is the boys and I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, nah, I'm good. I'm good, honestly. Um, <laughs> there's only one person that can do that song and that's the Oak Ridge Boys. Well, you, you sure hit little things right out of the park and, and uh, are you, I don't know if you watch baseball. Do you like baseball? I do. I do. Yeah. I get into it more like when it comes down to the world series, but I do, I do have my teams. Who are your teams? Obviously, since you're from Florida, you got to obviously, yeah. Florida, uh, the double rays, probably I like the Braves, <laughs> you know? Um, and I know the Oaks have gotten to sing a lot for a national anthem for the baseball game. If you actually, if you're an Oaks historian, you look on YouTube and, um, I think it's like 1984, 1985, you can see a clip of them singing the National Anthem for the World Series. So what was the very first Oak Ridge Boys you concert you ever attended? Um, that would be, um, when I, so when I was um, in second grade for a short time, my family and I moved to Huntsville, Alabama. Um, this was back, we moved um, in August, actually July or August of 1987. Okay. And that was right when Steve joined the boys. Um, and of course, uh, we hear on the radio, Oak Ridge boys are coming to town October 31st, 1987, Von Braun Civic Center. Um, and that was actually my first concert. It was the Oak Ridge boys, the Forrester sisters, um, and Kyle Petty. And um, that was the Fast Lane Tour. And that was the first time I got to meet him. Went backstage. Um, they were promoting where the fast lane ends. 
And um, they also had had a book. Have you heard of the, the original book that came out on them in the 80s? I think I heard of yeah I think you should get it you should get it um it's called the Oak Ridge Boys Our Story that came out that came out that year in 1987 they're promoting that and also they had just um released Heartbeat with the first album with Steve so um yeah that concert I remember I remember the opening song they opened up with a song called Come By Here and um from that, they, I believe, and it's weird how I remember all this, they did Come By Here, then I believe they went into True Heart, and then This Crazy Love. That was, I remember the first three songs that night that they did. Um, and then, of course, the end of the night, they closed with Elvira, Bobby Sue, your typical closing songs, but yeah. So, for you're in agreement with me. For 83 years old, and hell, for all of the Oak Ridge Boys' age, they look amazing for for their age but it really shocks me when paul martin one of my best friends hi paul hi rockman road um hey guys uh i love you guys and i, I know barry does too and and hello ace and whoever might watch this <laughs> but it caught me off guard to see william lee golding sprinting across that stage I, you know, it's funny. I was just about to say that. Um, and I, I don't know if you talked to him about that, but I, I mentioned that I said, that's the first thing that, um, you know, I see you at the Kentucky state fair, just running laps around the stage. And he talks about, um, in his book, um, how he does, he does set sit-ups every day. He's inspired me to, I do 10 every morning and then I go on a three mile walk every morning because of William Lee Golden. I, yeah. This is that this is a really funny true story that you probably don't care. But <laughs> before that, I'm I'm 18 years old and I don't do any of that. I didn't do any of that. I talked to William Lee Golden after the interview. I uploaded the interview. I got down and I did five push-ups and I was so embarrassed that I hadn't already started doing that at my age because of how you know all the podcast stuff i'm like man golden just you know and i every now and again i'll tweet golden and talk to golden and be like golden you really put me to shame buddy and he'll just laugh and say (laughs) and i think that's you know and that's why they keep going because they're in good health and they all take care of themselves oh yeah they all i think i think each one of them does a little bit of um you know physical activity to you know keep them keep them going i know that joe has a little bit of a foot problem you know i know that he he's not as you know he doesn't jump around as much and i've heard him talk about it yeah and i know richard uh now see back um i remember back in the 80s and 90s even in the early 2000s richard was a big runner um he actually i remember um when we were going to the concert we got there early that night i remember him seeing him run um, this was back in the eighties, um, around the arena and his sweats. He was, uh, he was running, uh, doing a run. So when on that little things video, back to the little things, I'm sorry, but back to little things, you, you're up front and, and Richard's not the only one that was standing up. Do you know what was wrong with Richard at that? Yeah, he had, um, been on a trip on when they were on vacation earlier that year back in January 
and he had fallen. Um, I think he tripped over a, a speed bump, I believe in the parking lot or something. And he did something with his foot and the whole cruise, he was in um, a mobile scooter. And for, if you go back from like February, March and April, he was just sitting in a stool on stage. But he's, does that foot still give him problems or is it? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, but I, but that's why he was sitting on the cruise because he had hurt his foot or his leg or something. Yeah. So talk to us about you interviewed Richard for your, um, for your Fox Four Facebook. Talk to us about, and that was during the Christmas tour. What was that about? How, how did the, well, not how did that come to be about? You obviously yeah. told us that, but what was that experience like? It was good. It was good. Um, you know, it's, it's funny because each of the Oaks are unique in their own way. Um, Joe, you know, like we talked about, he's the spokesman for the group on stage. He can, you know, before his foot was giving him trouble, I remember he would do, you know, laps around the stage, jump and all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> Duane, you know, big song guy, you know, lead singer on stage. Um, Golden, and Richard, Richard is uh, mainly, is very quiet, is very quiet. And, um, but once you talk to him, like during an interview or whatever, he just, he opens up and boom, he's ready to go. So out of all the interviews you've done, did you think that you felt more at home with when you were doing with the Oak Ridge Boys or what was, what was that like when you were interviewing? What was the feeling that you got when you were interviewing those boys? Well, when I was interviewing, which one, all of them or just? Just both of them. Just, well, okay. All of them. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they make you feel so at ease, like, Hey, we'll just roll with you. Just ask us whatever. Um, and um, with Richard, he was really good, you know, because um, when I interviewed Richard, his book had just come out. So I had a whole bunch of questions about the book. And then we talked about the show that was coming uh, to town, which really, which was really good. And he has a great, he has a great radio voice. So. Oh, yeah. And trust me, if you, you know, and, and you have a pod or you, I want to, would you call it a podcast that you had William on? Um, yeah, it was a pod video cast, you know, I, I'm trying to get better at making these, you know, doing these more often. Um, I'm working on one now, um, trying to get the, uh, Rockland road. I almost said Martin family circus, but yeah, Rockland road and some others on there. So, and as that happens, you know, like I said, we'll, we'll let you know. Yeah. So where can everybody go to keep up with you and to keep Keep up with Barry Miller. Um, if you just want to go to YouTube and search Barry Miller, you'll find me on there. Um, I'm updating my channel now as I speak. So I'm hoping to get it changed, have a, like a permanent channel. But if you just Google Barry Miller, Oak Ridge Boys, you'll find me on there and find some of the interviews I did with the Oak Ridge Boys. So, yeah. Where can people keep in contact with you? Um, you know, Twitter. You can just find me on Twitter. I tweet out sometimes. I think uh, if you want to put my Twitter link up there or, and um, yeah, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter. That's the best way. And as, as we are recording this, um, I, I, Barry, I'm, I'm a big fan of Barry Miller. Obviously I love everything Barry does. Thank you so much, Barry, for being on here today. Uh, and, but the one important question I have to ask you, 
is when do I get to be on your show? <laughs> hey, anytime the door is open, man, we'll, we'll get you on. We'll talk Oak Ridge boys. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll do whatever. Uh, Barry, I, I love you, buddy. I, I really do. And, and next week I'm going to get Ronnie on. I get, I got a Ronnie Fairchild on. I saw that today. I saw that you were talking to him about coming on. So I cannot wait to hear that. That's talk about history and the Oak Ridge boys. I'm sure that guy has some stories. Isn't he the longest out of all of them? Isn't he the longest? Yeah, um, I think he started, and you could check with him on this. I believe he started in 79 or 80. So he's the longest member of the Oaks, the Mighty Oaks Band, yeah. Yeah, he's been there for four decades. And yeah. his dad played before him. Tommy Fairchild, yep, yep. And then I would say... The next person in line to him would be um, Rex. Rex? Rex, yeah. The the steel guitar player and uh, fiddle player, yeah. How long has he, he been there? I think probably since 99, 2000, yeah. Really? Yeah, so. We're, we're all great guys, and, and Barry, speaking about great guys, you know, I, I'm still jealous that you still got to sing with the Oaks, and uh, – and Barry, just thank you so much for what you do, not only for for people that love Barry Miller, but for what you do with your mindset of, hey, let's keep going. You know, let's not give up. And the fact that you're a history teacher, I have to ask you, are you teaching them the history of the Oak Ridge Boys? No, not really. But I do have my Oak Ridge Boys moments in class where I will flare up a song maybe Elvira or love song or something just you know to get a to get a rise out of them I'm like this is my kind of music kids and I'll just blast something up <laughs> well you got to check with your boss to see hey man maybe you can uh teach them about the history of the Oak Ridge Boys right I'll have to check on that I don't know how that would be considered history but you know no yeah. well the history of the Oak Ridge Boys go back to 1945 and, yep. and, and so you can talk about how, you know, how they were involved with the secret installation in the atomic bomb. Yeah, the atomic bomb Manhattan Project. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, we could implement that. So see, I'm not Hey, I'm not I don't just I'm a true Oak Ridge Boys fan at 18 years old. How about that? What, uh, you want to write the curriculum for me on that and send it to me? Hey, have at it. <laughs> hey, I got your number. You bet I'll text it to you. There you go. Yeah, for sure. But uh, Barry, thank you so much again, man, for, for uh, coming on here and, uh, you know, something just continue to be you, man. And, and I know we don't, you're not really in the music business as far as like performing every night to millions of people, but right. you still have a voice in the music community. And that's why I wanted you on here. And oh, thank you. And, thank and you. another reason is just because I follow everything you do. I'm I'm not a stalker, but I, I do love me some Barry Miller. And um I just want to say thank you for for what you do, not only for music, but what you do for the Oak Ridge boys and keeping them keeping uneducated people aware of the Oak Ridge boys. And and I just I think so highly of you and, and you're a great guy and I can't wait to get on your show and, and just talk with you and and um have you seen any of the podcasts before me? 
I um, I did see, I got to go back and watch the uh, William Lee Golden one. And I've seen a couple, I believe I saw the one, I saw, I think you posted the one about the uh, Martin, or the, uh, I'm going to, uh, Rockland Road. So, yeah. Yeah. Paul it's Martin. Tough. But uh, if you ever if you ever need my help getting anybody on here, dude, I'm I'm lit up for the next three weeks on these podcast things. <laughs> so so I, who do you who do you have coming up? Well, like I mentioned, I have a uh, Ronnie Fairchild. I have um, Ron Moore Jr. He's a he's a painter on Twitter. He's a very great painter, and I love. Okay. And then I have. Um, well, that's about it <laughs> and then my buddy blind joe he's coming on okay and, and uh interview his uh or to have his song on called hardwood floor i'd suggest you uh get him on the show and um and, and get blind blind joe on the uh podcast because he's a great singer and i think that you and him would be get along very good so blind wow. joe if you watch this hi send me merchandise and uh, that goes for any of you artists, too, that ever look at my wardrobe and say, man, I wish you would represent an Oak Ridge Boys or a William Lee. I'm just kidding. But uh, Barry, my friend, thank you so much for your time. And, um, you. and just thank you all so much for being a great guy. Spokane Man Podcast. Stay vigilant. Remember that the only things that bring us positivity in life is Christ. No matter how much the news is going to try and say otherwise, God is the answer for everything. Faith, family, and unity in music are the only things that can bring us together. Thank you for watching the Spokane Man podcast.